Hello and welcome to Bitten by Radioactive Podcast, where we give powers to a name. Everything has happened in this week. Hello, good evening, good afternoon, good morning. <laughs> my name is Dean McKnight and I'm here to make a superhero with y'all. Alongside myself is Jade Sarson and Josh Randall, as always. Hi. Hello to you both. Mm-hmm. That's not how you greet someone. Uh, no, I'm very conscious of... From editing episodes, I've realized that whenever you say that, I go into a tirade, much like what I'm doing now. <laughs> that kind of adds a little rhythm to it. There so you I'm, go. I'm very just conscious of um, the kind of back and forth we have. Uh, you wondered if we were, you know, out of practice after our break, but clearly nothing has changed. Just a heads up for y'all. We are back from... Uh, TCAF. I know we had a cheeky episode last week, but now we're, we're properly back. And oh my goodness, that festival is a blast. Thank you all so much again. If you came and said hello, or if you asked about the podcast, or if you bought one of Jade's comics, it was such a nice event. And I wish it lasted forever. <laughs> I don't. I was very, 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 very tired. <laughs> um, and Toronto's a very pleasant city to be in as well. Canada. A frontier for us all. Thank you for having us, us dweeby yes. Brits, who were often mistaken for Australians. Or, or as English people, I, I got mistaken for an English person who lived in Canada, which is always very nice. <laughs> How was your week, Josh? I was in the UK. Great stuff. As, as ever. So, <laughs> so, we got some very nice comics in Canada. I know I picked up one or two that I've been looking forward to for a long time. Let me tell you about one. So I'm just going to tell you about my inspiration for the week before we uh, crack open a cold, hard superhero. Um, So I picked up something I've been... I didn't even know was like published in English and I read it ages ago on the internet like a bad child, a very bad child. And I saw volume six and seven. I was like, there's got to be like... The first one around here somewhere. You didn't you didn't it. go up to the artists and tell them though, so oh. I mean kudos, I guess. Uh pro tip, if a mangaka comes to town and you're like, Hey, I read your work on the internet, don't say that to them because that's crap. That's a bad thing to say. Say that you've been following their work or and then buy, buy their, their work stuff. right there immediately in front of them. It makes them feel better. There you go. One comic artist about another. Yeah. But yes, I've been reading Frank and Fran. I knew this was coming. By, <laughs> by Katsuhisa Kigitsu. There we go. And basically, uh, it's about uh, people who go to uh, Dr. Madaraki's mansion in the woods, very scary woods, and ask for his masterful skills in medicine. But he's not there. He's away. But his creation, Fran, sort of... Uh, a patchwork of a woman. Kind of like Frankenstein, you get it? Oh. Um, yeah, it's very clever, very clever. So Fran is there, who's just as skilled, but it's a little bit more naive and a little bit more uh, peppy about things. And so she helps all those who comes to her. Helps. Uh, <laughs> That's a funny word for fucks up. <laughs> that, well, her solutions are a little extreme, and she's all about, all about experimentation and, you know, pushing forward medical science um but much like a uh, blackjack her stories are mainly about um a new a p- medical problem of the week as it were um and it's just so weird and there's a lot of body horror like quite uh quite upfront 
body horror as well. So like they'll be like missing limbs and um, graphical scenes of surgery, wouldn't you know? Uh, but like I said, I read it as a kid, and it ju- it was just so weird and so out there that like it ha- it has that charm to it, especially with Fran being such a an optimistic character as well, despite turning people into human caterpillars. Um, what else has she done? She uh, grafted someone's head onto the back of another person's head, which is always hilarious. Um, she uh, replaced someone's skin with artificial skin made out of cockroach. Um, like uh lipids it's all hilarious it's all great i know you're a fan josh of what frankenfran yeah never read it you never <sighs> but well, I, I know i know someone who's got a first volume that i can probably uh <laughs> ne- next time i'm at the library i i'm going to thrust it upon your hands much Meanwhile, like you do it with was me thrust upon my hands and i regret it <laughs> <laughs> No, you don't, Jade. Look, look, I'm I'm fine with body horror usually, but there was some shit in there that was mmm, bit too much, a little bit too much. So, what have you been reading to cleanse the palate? Ah, well, uh, I'm actually going to recommend something that I bought right before we left because I was so worried that there wouldn't be enough copies to go around. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got Prince and the Dressmaker by Jen Wang. Nice. Because um, she was going to be there signing. And I'm so glad I did because I read it uh, the first couple of days we were there. And oh my God, it's it's delightful. And, and I got it signed. It's really cool. Of course. Um, so it's about a dressmaker who's hired to secretly design dresses for a prince who by day dodges kind of matchmaking meetings and, you know, royal duties. And by night, he masquerades around town as an enchanting lady. Uh, I recommended in real life, I think, like weeks and weeks ago. You said it did. Yeah. Um. So, like, that's where I first saw Jen's art, and like, it's so good. But that wasn't a piece written by her, so I was really eagerly awaiting her solo book, and it did not disappoint. Like, the story is delightfully supportive. Um, the two leads are really charming. Like, um, there's a bit in the back that. Um, I didn't realize she'd originally written them way older and then she made the conscious decision to age them down to sort of like early teens. And it really works because like their youthful naivety and ambition is like much more beneficial to the story that she's telling. Mm. And you know how much I love protagonists with big pointy noses. (laughs) The prince has a huge pointy nose and it's very adorable. (laughs) Is that what really sold you on the book? Yes, 100%. (laughs) Buy this comic if you like a big pointy nose and also an excellent story and art, I guess. There you go. Josh? Mm -hmm. Why have you been reading in Merry Old England? In Merry Old England, I have been reading a manga of a creator who was in Canada with you guys. Hello. Um, So this week, I have been reading Dead, Dead, Demons, Day, 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 Destruction by In- Inio Asano. Um, oh, our, our close guy. personal friend, Inio Asano. Yeah. We we took a trip to Niagara Falls and he was in the bus. He was he was within, you know, grasp. We didn't go near nowhere, cowards. Anyway, Josh, tell us about this book. Yes. Um, I've approached uh, Asano's work in this kind of recommendation section before. Um, I've recommended Nijigahara Holograph, mm. which was on a is on our confusing shelf. Yes. I believe. I think we had a good it name is. for it, but I can't remember it. Oh, God, I uh, can't remember. But anywho, um, so this is a book all about um, the aftermath of aliens invading Tokyo. 
and it follows a group of high school girls as they kind of go about their lives and it's kind of like why bother like probably a good thesis for it is why bother revising for your exams when the world could end any day <laughs> that's a good point yeah um this is actually i think what i like most about this is it's almost you know, it seems weird to say but it's almost like accessible asano um i, I don't want to say it's his simplest work because i feel like simple is a bad word to use for it but i didn't feel as confused as i did with nijigahara right i mean that being said nijigahara is obviously a full graphic novel i've only read the first volume of this but so far i'm not immediately perplexed um, that's a good start for sure yeah, definitely um as per usual um asano's art is top tier um there's so many good facial expressions um and as ever the backgrounds are really good mm. um and it's quite cool seeing them because i'm pretty sure some of the chapters in the first volume he was working on for when they did the ep- his episode of man ben oh yeah yeah because he was designing the spaceships in that one yeah, and I'm pretty sure there's like a centre console that he mimicked from the gallery that they used to film it. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, for the uninitiated, uh, I don't know if we've talked about, about this before. We might have. But uh, Man Ben is a TV show hosted by Naoki Urasawa, who did like 20th Century Boys and uh, Pluto, etc. Et you know, I was, saying, I was saying Monster. I couldn't remember which yeah, one's Yeah, because I, I recommended Monster, Monster, I'm pretty sure. But yes, it's hosted by uh, Naoki Urasawa, and he visits various... Uh, various mangaka across Japan uh, record some drawing and then they have a nice chat about it afterwards and one of the episodes was about Ennio Asano mm. and he dude works hard for his uh, backgrounds yes like holy moly it's worth it like they come out so great mm. absolutely uh, but this is a really fun book um, it actually shares a similar thing with um, one of Asara's works actually it has these nice little bits at the start of and end of each volume so far of a fictional manga that's a bit like Doraemon okay. and I have a feeling it's going to kind of reflect on the series itself which is very similar to one of Urasawa's other series, Billy Bat mm. which regularly takes dips into um, old school comics mm. hmm. that whole thing reminds me of the uh, Black Freighter bits from Watchmen as well oh, that's a, yeah, it's a nice little mm. never thought of that for the western fans out there <laughs> um, but for all of our fans out there we should take this uh, inspiration of uh, aliens invading uh, mad scientists, uh, doctors, and uh, beautiful dressmakers and dress wearers, and somehow turn that into a superhero. So, it's my uh, my choice for generator, and it is an actual generator for a start. No Whoa. more lists. No more asking for a random number. Hooray. It's an actual generator. Are we putting our names into it, or? <laughs> Well, you'll have to find out. Oh, okay. I will wait patiently for like 30 seconds when you tell us. Well, it might be more than 30 seconds. I've got to explain myself. And I'm, I'm a very chatty boy. I don't know if you realize. <laughs> so there's a film out this week. The film is Deadpool 2. Yes. Um, it's all very exciting and whatnot. And I can't wait to see it. It looks very funny. Um, there is no Deadpool 2 name generator, wouldn't you know? But then I thought, well, what's one of Deadpool's favorite things? What 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 would be in the spirit of Deadpool to find out and to use to generate a name? X Men. Mm, no, well maybe not quite though. Josh, ha- um, would you like to hazard a guess? He always goes on about Mexican food. I feel close. Oh my god, y- it's y- the Mexican food mutant name generator. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're close in sort of the randomness area. I've gone for the unicorn name generator because uh, okay. I. 
I know he's a very very wacky man, isn't he? That Deadpool. He, he is very quirky and random. So I can just I'm looking up into the sky and I can see him holding his thumb out, saying in that very typical Ryan Reynolds voice, "That's a great choice." <laughs> That's my Ryan Reynolds impression. Good job. I, I thought he was actually guest. I thought he was a guest star for a second there. I thought he was he with was, us. He was right there amongst us. Mm-hmm. Um, in this unicorn name generator, there is a generate from name option. Ooh. So. Uh, We're going back to basics. Josh, Randall. Yep. You're going in. Um, you are indeed a male unicorn. And your name is Birdock Misty Main. Oh. Ah. Oh. Burdock is a quick-witted and bright as a spark. Yep, he is me. misty like the blue mountains, and he casts love spells. That's me. That is definitely me. Uh, Jade, would you like a unicorn name? Yes, please. So, Jade Sarson, uh, generate unicorn name. Your unicorn name. Your unicorn name is Buttercup Candy Mare. Delightful. Oh. Buttercup is a little bit crazy, just like oh. Deadpool. She's as sweet as candy, and she dances on the spin. She dances on the spin drift as the tide changes. This has nothing to do with food. I was expecting a food description. Buttercup cane mare. And last but not least, this fucking bozo right here, Dean Ryan Reynolds <laughs> Jr. Uh, Dean McKnight. My unicorn name. Cowslip Misty Cheeks. Misty Cheeks. (laughs) Cowslip is rebellious and strong willed. He is misty like the Blue Mountains. I've heard that one before. Oh, wait a second. And he casts happiness spells. These are like Care Bears. Well, they are unicorns. I mean, Care Bears uh, are just. Okay, make a note. Care Bear Care Bear name. (laughs) (laughs) That's one to look out for, listeners. So, the three. Three we have. I think we pretty much know. No, which one we we're going all with. know which one we're going for. Fuck those other two. So cowslip misty cheeks is <laughs> is the uh, how does one have hero. misty cheeks? Um, or am so I getting how... ahead of myself? How does this? <laughs> oh wait, I just got it. Ah, <laughs> uh, how is this gonna work? Hmm. Cowslip misty cheeks. Um, so. Do I pop the balloon, as it were, and just go for what we're all thinking? Uh, I don't know what you're you're thinking, because I'm I'm drawing a blank, so go on. Are you thinking of a farting unicorn hero? (laughs) (laughs) In this... Because when I first thought, I was just thinking face cheeks. But you're thinking something a bit more gutter, aren't you? It is Deadpool 2 week. I might remind you, Josh. Go ahead. So... Break out the misty cheeks. Cowslip misty cheeks. Well, cows are famously a hazard to the environment due to all their farting, right? Yep. Can we utilize that in some sort of heroic way? Wait, hold on. Is that a legit thing? They yeah, do. They excrete a lot of methane, and methane just destroys the ozone. Oh, oh okay. Well, methane is a more potent greenhouse gas than I didn't CO2. know they were the, a particular threat, like... In terms oh, yeah. of farting, but wow. Cl- climate change, all, all down cows. to bovine. Yeah. <laughs> well, you say that, but there's massive cow farms in the Amazon forest and they're required to cut down the very trees that would normally... Anyway... Oh, hold on. You were saying cowslip. That was making me think of, like, cow pat and, like, slipping on them. 
We're just going oh. down the toilet humor route, aren't we? Well, it's just, I'm ashamed to admit, I have had many experiences of slipping in cow pats, so... You, you've done a few cow slips yourself. It's it's a very British thing. If you go in the countryside, you're going to slip on a cow pat. It's just... Oh, I, I can't, can, can we truly commit to like the next like 40 or so minutes of <laughs> toilet-based humor? No. <laughs> what were yes. you going to say about... Okay, well, we've got either poop or farting. <sighs> this is a cow centaur who puts on the facade <laughs> puts on the facade of sort of um grace and that that unicorn style of things but unfortunately their powers are cowslip based and misty cheek based when when we're going like cow centaur are we talking like human body bovine legs or are we going horse legs bovine body josh these these are important questions um Okay, okay. Apparently, I wasn't you, clear enough for the whole you, centaur thing. Do you just hold on? Do you just mean a regular centaur, but instead of the horse part, it's a cow? Yeah. That. Or oh, I was gonna say like, do you mean like the rapping, laughing cow? Oh God, no! <laughs> like but. the the sexy cow, the the one from the the cheese adverts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, we're not oh. doing that. I refuse to draw that. <laughs> yeah, for everyone outside the UK, Google that and brace yourself. No, I'm talking about. A human being on the top, the top half, and then With a cow others. on the bottom half. Mm. We're, we're not mixing and matching species here. Is this, uh, in this context, is this uh, un- bovine accord? <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> the bovine accord, yes. Yes, yes, <laughs> it's the bovine accord. Um, a like mythical creature or are they in a universe where they're relatively normal um well they're a superhero so they have to have some sort of air of um not so much mystery but like i guess i was uh, let me ask a bit simpler i was asking are there any other unicorns or are they like the only one is that their hero gimmick Ooh, mate <laughs> they can't really have a secret identity if they're in a world of normal people and then there's just this kind of cow person well maybe they don't have a secret identity maybe it's our hero maybe maybe there are like a gang of proper centaurs and they're like hello we're centaurs look how fucking great we are and then mm-hmm. you just have this like dumpy little bovine corn and then they're like yeah i'm one too and they're like pshaw you're a cow stop fighting all, all up in our fields and of course i'm I'm creating a villain here. This is do, a villain they, backstory. I'm sorry. Do they get cast out and have like that Emperor's New Groove moment where they just kind of go and very sadly eat some grass and mud? <laughs> we can do that. Would you like to do that? Um. Okay. Let's try and figure out the other part of the misty cheeks. Misty cheeks. I thought. I thought that was literally the first thing we did. They fought. They got fought powers. What? Oh. <laughs> I just fucking got it. <laughs> now Jake got it. <laughs> this is just like a little little domino effect going on between the hosts. Oh dear. Listen, listen. Maybe what's special about the farts? Well, the description for this unicorn said that they spread happy. Oh, I don't think that's are there farts making farts. people happy? I hope not. Uh, the cowslip is rebellious and strong-willed. They are misty like the Blue Mountains, and they cast happiness spells. So, can they have magical... To be fair, if they have magical farts, it does make you laugh, which would incite... We've had laughter heroes. Did we? Our first hero was a laughter hero. Ah, no. They 
uh, weaponized laughter. Yes. Our precious first child, Green Hyena. But this is more of a making people laugh. This is more mm. of a Joker gas type thing. Oh, okay. But good. But good. But, but good. So are they on a mission to fix the ozone? <laughs> I, d- I don't is know the, if I want the, to do it. Inv- that's the big drama. Is that obviously their farting creates happiness, but every time that they fart, they could end the world due to climate change. <laughs> oh, there's that diddy destruction uh, inspiration yeah. coming in. What? Okay. So, what if they have very potent farts? <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, boy. It's taken us 47 episodes, 46, 40 odd episodes? It's taken us 40 odd episodes to get to this point. What if their farts are so powerful? but so hilarious as well that they do make anyone and everyone laugh, but but they are practically poisonous. I don't and get so, it. Nah, mm. Poi- like, laughter does not outweigh poison. <laughs> no, I was just thinking that as I said it. Like, you're going to die, but you'll be happy about it. Lol, isn't this funny? Choking. We need to think of a way that they are a hero. Yes, okay. So... Let's let's rewind a little bit. You mentioned a gang of like uh, traditional type unicorns, um, centaurs, but they can but also, they can have, also oh, yeah. have a horn on them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So regular uni unicorn centaur type creatures. Perhaps I'm I'm envisioning like a uh, a team of like multicolored heroes, mm. like you know uh, Power Rangers style or Voltron style, mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, they, they come down, they beam down to Earth and they're like, we are here to protect you and defend your ozone and uh, fix things. And So it's a bit more Captain Planet. Kind of. And then they kick out um, our hero because they're like, no, like, your, your farts, uh, you're, like the, you're like the weak-minded bovine of this planet. You won't help us. You know what this reminds me of a little bit, Jade, what you're what? telling me, is in Cucumber Quest... There's the the doofy little. I can't, then are they lettuce? No, they're the the ham one. They're like the bacon. Oh, it's bacon. yeah, the the pig one. Yeah. Yeah. What is that kind of what you're pitching here? Like a bacon character? Um, no, because he's kind of a he's a bad guy. He's on the bad side. He's like the meowth of the party. But sort of like the the other unicorns, centaurs have that attitude towards them. I guess yeah, and it's more the. Our hero, whose name keeps escaping me, Cowslip, uh, Cowslip Misty, Misty, Misty Cheeks, keeps fighting back because they want to. Like they don't care if they're on the team. They're a bit. It could hurt. be maybe more of a Mr. Incredible and Incredible Boy type thing. Hmm. Like they, oh, they want to be help on the team, and they're like, "No, you're not affiliated with us." Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That that's a good little piece of inspiration right there. Okay, mm-hmm. so they're, they're trying their hardest to impress the unicorn centaur people, mm. but all they have are these very colourful farts. And people are, like, conjuring all these theories about them, because obviously if a team of unicorns comes to town, it's going to be all over the news. Mm. You, w- yeah. you will so, know. Yeah, and so Cowslip keeps ending up on the news as well, and people are, like, forming all these theories, like, picture, like, diagrams of, like, a human and a cow with a plus sign between them and everyone being like, is this some farmer trying to earn points? <laughs> is this a viral campaign for cheese? <laughs> okay. Okay, Okay. There's, that, that's a little bit more of a solid foundation. Yeah, for that's, this that's like the story context. So how is Cowslip a hero? 
Like, um, how the fuck do farts save the world? They they don't at this point. Well, farts are hilarious. We've we've uh, got that down. See, when I thought misty cheeks, I was thinking something more like I don't know, like well, a cheeks on the face, not the ass. Uh-huh. Face cheeks were my first thought before Dean took us into the gutter. Yes. Um, You're welcome. And like <laughs> them being really shined to an almost like mirror sheen. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, what I, ca- I if... kind of want them to have like a sparkly face or like, well, a misty face. Like, well, like they're going to have like a very well groomed, like very sparkly, very. Like unicorn esque look because they yeah. want to join this team of uh, unicorn centaurs, mm. right? What if I I got an idea? What if the the farts? What if like they can genuinely like create this this gas? I don't mean from there, but like they can excrete this gas from their skin, maybe, or maybe they like exhale it. That mm-hmm. do that it does make people happy, right? And maybe like the unicorns have this power as well. Which is why perhaps uh, Misty Cheeks is like, oh, I'm I'm one of you guys. Clearly, I can do this. Mm. Ooh, everyone's happy. But what if every so many times they do that, or without controlling it, a fart can happen as well? Um, what if they're like every time they they use their power, they're spitting the chamber? Why? Because they're a cow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, why? What purpose does this serve? Well, um. It's a little bit more uh, tension in the story. You know, okay. it's it's one of those uh, Peter Parker loses web um, kind of situations. And also, you know... Oh, it's, I, it's... I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the unicorns as a whole. Like, they just oh. all have this gamble. No, no. Only, okay, that, that only, makes more sense. Only our pal, mm. Counselor Misty Cheeks. So, every so often, they would try to go... They access their powers. And, of course, it just goes... And then... Well... I have another spin on this that I could we could toy with. Oh, show me your spin. Uh, so just spin in the chamber. Mm-hmm. Here's the idea. Um, so what if they all have the exact same power and they mm-hmm. they fart this happiness gas, and they they come to Earth, they fart it ever, everyone's suddenly really happy and they're praising this group. And what they don't realize is that the farts are ruining the atmosphere. Like, okay. but on an extreme scale, like way faster than you know, Earth farts. Right. Let I want to take that idea and give it a spin. Another okay. spin. Okay. Um, we're playing a little idea ping pong here, Josh. Don't mind us. Ping pong, um, roulette, Jesus, all the games. <laughs> so what if this is true? Like the the unicorns come along with cowslip. They are fighting up this happiness gas. Everyone loves it. Mm-hmm. Um. And then it's discovered that they are changing the atmosphere with this gas. But what if they plan to do so and are trying to terraform the planet? And therefore, um, Cowslip comes in and says, Whoa, isn't that a bad idea? Like, we're trying to save these people, aren't we? And then these unicorn centaurs are like, Well, they're happy, aren't they? I mean, if they're happy here and we're terraforming things, maybe that isn't so bad. And then Cowslip's like, nah, dude, that's wrong. I think you need to have them with a goal, like perhaps, oh, we're getting rid of them, but they'll be happy about it. You know, we're doing this humanely. Yes. So how's about that? Okay. So our team of heroes that comes in from out of space seems cool. Everyone's really impressed and keeps, you know, shouting and screaming about them because they're amazing. Turns out they're dicks who want to 
transform the planet and erase mm-hmm. humanity so that they can fill it with their unicorn brethren. But Cowslip is way against that. Yeah. Because perhaps... Beha- well, well, Cowslip spends a lot of time like away from the group because mm-hmm. they kind of reject them. And so they spend a lot more time with humanity. And yeah, can make they make friends, friends with like farmers? Of can, course. Can we have a lot of like goofy farming scenes, like accidental <laughs> farming scenes? Of course. Excuse me, why are you milking me? I'm, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> getting right in there. I'm getting right in there. So essentially what this is now is Steven Universe crossed with that one Neil Blomkamp shot that I've seen, which is the most horrific thing I've ever seen in my life. I don't know what that is. It's called Racker. I'll show you it after the episode and... You're going to have a bad time. What? Frank and Fran, Bloomkamp. What is this, Dean? Your, your body horror episode. <laughs> it's my body horror episode. Oh, boy. Is it a human? Is it a cow? It's a monstrosity. So, this is seeming good. We've got heroes, villains, all in one nice, neat package. What, what are you thinking about, Josh? You've been quiet for a little bit. Yeah. I, I was letting you. I don't want to... Roll with it. Yeah, I was rolling with it. I did have a brief idea that... Um, when the terraforming started getting too bad, a certain bunch of wind-based heroes might turn up and try and stop it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're aiming for that crossover again, aren't you? Yeah, I was I was thinking of the breezes for a bit. Well, it's only episode 40. That seems like so long ago. Um, no, I think we're on a good track. I'm very much a fan of the unicorns being dickheads. Because hmm. unicorns are kind of dickheads, aren't they? In yeah, they, media, yeah, could could it be that also they're trying to spread stuff by making everything rainbow based? Yeah, because I <laughs> see so many like rainbow bagels and stupid things like that. Mm. So yeah, maybe that's a way to that they use to spread happiness as well. Just that mm, I don't want to make rainbows inherently evil though, because like because they are an icon of the queer community. That's the one. Well, I was gonna say like maybe that could be a fun part like. Them just being like, don't you see? They're just creating a corporate uh, exploitation of this of this color set. And it's saved. Um, I think the next big thing to work out then would be how does our hero actually become a hero then? Because at the moment, all they are is an outcast. Like they're not. We're saying like, oh, they're against that. They're against that. You can be mm. against something and not do anything about it. We, we need we need an inciting incident that's going to cause them to try and yes. fight crime. Mm. Well, in this case, the inciting incident would be them finding out the planet of the unicorns. Yeah. Um. Um. If they're always been in, if they've always been in this form, have they come from the same planet as the unicorns? Yeah. Yeah. I figured they came down with them, and then they were like, mm. right, now we can ditch them. Let's, let's put them out the pasture. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, literally, yes. It's going to be a good pun-based comic, this one. <laughs> but yeah, so like, I guess what I'm wondering is, how does uh, a bovinicorn with the power of farts that they thought created happiness, and it does, but also poisons the earth, how do they fight back? Do they, like, are they going to discover that they have a different power within them, or, I don't know, like... Cow slip. Yes. Oh, he's going to bring in the poop again. Oh, no. <laughs> the full name of our hero this week is Cowslip Misty Cheeks. I'm we got sorry, Misty Cheeks. What about Cowslip? Now, this could be poo. This Jay is just a... because five minutes before we started recording, you watched the weird clip of the woman throwing poop in Tim Horton. 
yeah. I did watch that, and no one else should. Um, no. Well, actually, cowslip, I'm guessing it's also a flower. Uh, I think so. Because I believe that all of the unicorn names so far have been a flower and then some sort of... Oh, have? that's very true. There's been burdock and buttercup. Yeah. Well, Josh, cowslip could also mean one of your favourite things. Oh, it is a flower, by the way. Oh, is it a pretty flower? It's um, it's like a uh, a cluster of very small um, daffodils, but like if you imagine like an explosion of daff- very small daffodils on the head of one stalk. Oh. Oh. Yeah. That sounds delightful. So poo. Oh, we were so close. (laughs) No, I kid. Josh, cowslip could mean one of your favourite things. Potentially, Mm. a speedster. Oh, they're going to be slipping around on their poo. Is this it? No, no, I didn't say that. No? Okay, go. didn't say that, but perhaps, you know, cowslip represents, you know, like like a slip road or slip streaming. Maybe they can travel very fast. Some they're a cow that can travel very fast. How are they propelled? Do they um, run on rails? This is very no, important. No, question. they don't. They they use their farts, don't they? Ooh, we could do that. <laughs> a speedster <laughs> no, propelled by harming, their farts. They're harming the earth. No, that's that's true. true. Maybe they can like. <laughs> maybe they can like scoot on their belly or something. No. Maybe they can spray out milk and they can slide <laughs> on that. <laughs> I did. I was temporarily thinking that because they are the only one of the group that is, you know, cow-based, not unicorn-based. So none true. of the others would have that power. But still, That's is it awful. a good idea? That is awful. I mean, despite Josh's uh, this is awful uh, refrain. No, I'll join him. This laugh. is awful. <laughs> it, it's getting laughs, Jade. What if we I go can't... for the flower thing instead? Like, um, I don't know. There's something about the image of that almost explosive flower that makes me think that maybe they could have like explosive power capability uh, flower capability explosive power capabilities yes. <laughs> you know oh, where, no. what part of body is very explosive <laughs> explosive cow slips no welcome to bitten by radioactive fart cast um so flat let's let's work with flowers because that's quite a good opposition to farts and like there'd be there's more of a um I guess I'm picturing like a nice way of them figuring. There's no nice way to figure out you have poop powers. There's no <laughs> nice way of. There's no nice scene. There's no nice way of drawing that. There's no. No one wants to see that. But what they do want to see is an outcast, downtrodden, put down, cow-based centaur just just napping in the fields with all the other sleepy cows and having a nice nice but melancholy time, and just like poking at these flowers in the fields and then realising, oh, another another flower just sprouted next to that one. That wasn't there before. Oh, Jade. Jade. Yes? Can they, can they sneeze and the whole field, like, explodes into flowers? Yes. Do you know what? I was thinking something like this, actually. I was thinking about, like, when cows chew and, like, they chew, like, Oh, yes. And I was about them, like, spitting out something and then it just creating, like, plant-based life. <laughs> <laughs> they turn cud into flowers. Now, this yeah. brings me to something else I was thinking, which is... Gas comes from both ends. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, what if they sneeze and belch and like flowers form? <laughs> I mean, from from again. their mouth comes life. From their ass comes death. I mean, yes. 
Well, we do, you know do like I'm our in. opposites. Let's, don't let's we? go. I'm in. All right. <laughs> Fuck it. We're, let, we're, in, let... we're like 40 minutes into the episode, but hey, I'm in. All right, good. <laughs> I too am in. So they, they realize they have these flower powers, and I'm guessing we have some some time during this story where they don't immediately like rush off to, to defeat the, the evil bosses because like they're not they're not confident. They've they've been cast out, they don't feel like they belong anywhere. So they just like make really cute flower beds for like this little village that they're staying in. Aww. Um and, you know, the little things like that. And then at some point they find out that the gases that the the unicorns are releasing are evil. I think, yeah, maybe it's just their, their last ditch attempt to, um, yeah, okay. So it'd be their last ditch attempt to impress the, the unicorns being like, hey, I've got this new power. It's flowers. It can help things grow and stuff. Oh, but- maybe maybe like the farmers could be like, you need to you need to get back out there. We like you. Why wouldn't they like you? Just go show them your stuff. And they're like, yeah, yeah. And they, they go up and... And then, of course, we have the unicorns being like, no, you dickhead, what are you doing? Could, could the unicorns feel in. threatened because maybe because all of this plant life is obviously may, might be able to help with the terraforming mm. to stop it. Yes. Mm. Yes, Josh, so maybe that's what gonna, I was going to say. They're going to try and put them down so they don't want to use their belching powers. Mm. So they don't make any more flowers. So yeah. the terraforming goes quicker. Mm. I like that's that. exactly what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Excellent. At this point, I'd usually say... Let's wrap it up with some villains, but we've got the villains, so let's discuss the big final fight, I guess. Um. Oh, just a reminder: we're not, we haven't even heard of Steven Universe flowers, <laughs> things from space, rainbows. We ain't we ain't heard of Steven Universe. What's that? Who is that? Right, guys? I mean, I what I was thinking of when I saw those flowers was just Kim Possible, where Draken keeps sprouting flowers everywhere. That oh. that was what was in my head. That again. What? <laughs> so the final fight. Um, how how dead is the Earth at this point? I don't I think it's dead, cool. but I think it's quite covered. Hmm. I was going to May- say it needs to be in a state that it's recoverable. Mm. Okay. Well, um, another fun slash depressing fact from Dean. Like, there's a, a tipping point for um global warming where. Um, there was a point where CO2 could possibly go back down to normal if we looked after the Earth. We are past that now. Oh. So maybe um, if we set this sometime in the past, maybe the 80s, you know, the whole neon, um, very cute animal yeah, mascot phrase, you know, um, maybe they, they can be pushing for that using their fart gas. And then they're like, ha, you're too late, mm. cow slip, because soon we'll... P- push this past the point of no return and it'll be ours. And Cowslip would be like, we'll see about that. And then they would fight with their flowers naturally, like wrapping them up them up in like roots and um, petals and, and shit. Um, potentially also shit, depending on <laughs> if we want to go back with that no, idea. No, we're not going back down that horrible slippery road. Uh, um, so maybe... Maybe one of the farmers that uh, Cowslip's befriended has been taken hostage as well. Um, yeah, what do well, you guys think? Well, I imagine these unicorns would be very focused on the cities because like, there's not much terraforming that needs to be done in the countryside. Well, surely that's where all of it's taken place because it's, um, you know, grass and shit and trees and forests. Yeah, but you don't need to level that already. 
Oh, that's very true. You know, so I feel like they wouldn't go after some pointless tiny farmers. Oh, to, maybe to them, obviously. Maybe we can have a Pixar moment where there's a convenient camera nearby, and then it shines on, or it focuses on the unicorns that, as that they me so much. say something very incriminating about them. I'd kill a thousand children if I had to. Before uh, I let this company die. Before I terraform this earth. <laughs> so maybe there's that moment, and the unicorns are finally ousted as the, the evil villains that they are, and they need to crank up production of gas, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But if they crank it up too much, uh, maybe... Oh, if they crank up production too much, then the population will fall into like a happiness spell that will be unbreakable, and also their planet will die. It's a real bad situation to be in. Hold on, hold on. They'd probably want that. They'd want the population to be so happy that they're unaware of what's going on. Mm. But I mean, like... Mm. But for for a cowslip, they would be so hypnotized and they wouldn't be able to come back from it as well even if they saved the day right maybe oh i see what you mean you you mean cow slip doesn't want to yeah exude enough right 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 hmm but they wouldn't they wouldn't be farting anymore would they so that no. wouldn't be an issue they'd just be doing their belching and their sneezing to create flowers well i mean like okay I that mean, idea is i, I know that obviously we're quite far into the episode but we could just get rid of the misty back cheeks because if you're burping you could say that there's some sort of it creates a kind of misty cheek there yeah well i think they still need the fart power because it's then that's the same power they have mm. as the rest mm. of the unicorn team well it's okay so we, we, can, we can just have both i just meant that it was a bit silly well i just thought it was a bit silly for dean to be like oh no they would be the team would be worried about the population being delirious like no they wouldn't mm. <laughs> no but, they would want that but cowslip would be worried yes, but at that point that's the thing at that point Cowslip would be aware, so they wouldn't be fighting anymore. They'd only be using their flower power. That would no, be quite I'd... a cool thing that, like, um, the unicorns have taken it to a city because they know that they can... Because, like, in the middle of a field, obviously, it might be quite difficult to kind of get the terraforming going. Right. Because it's so, like, sparse. But, mm. like, in cities, there's loads of pollution anyway. Yeah. Mm. So there'd just be, like, loads of these laughing people in the streets. Mm. And meanwhile, there's just these farmers in this, uh, on the little farms, just, like, cheering cowslip on. Yeah, perhaps um, the gas takes a while to affect the countryside, mm. and that's why it takes cowslip so long to realize. Yeah. Because then suddenly, mm. oh, it could be really tragic. Oh, I hit the nail. I got it. Okay. The farmers start to seem happier the longer cowslip is there, and they're like, maybe it's maybe it's me. Maybe I'm making them happy. Oh, oh. fuck. And then oh, no. they slowly realize they're a bit, huh, they're a bit too happy today. Like, I haven't even done anything yet. I mean, I got up, had a really long fart. It was really satisfying, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a second, rewind. (laughs) You know what I mean, though? I know what you mean. And And that's when they realize. And it also hurts them because they lose that confidence in themselves. And now they're like, that does it. And what happens next? Well, they save the planet, of course. Yeah, they they assault unicorns with flowers. What a delightful image. (laughs) None of this, none of this poop flinging. No, we're we're beyond that now. We're good creators. Yes, I swear. good. Good. A good creator also knows when to end it, ah. and we're going to end it right here. Thank you all so much for listening to us. Do our very best to avoid making a a farting, shitting superhero cow person. Do fifty percent. Yeah, this is the best we can do. Uh, if you want to do your best for us, then... All you need to do is 
That always catches me off guard, that bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you just need to say then normally. Yeah. That's what editing is for. All you have to do is leave us a iTunes review or a podcast in platform review, if that's possible. Um, and we will throw your name into a generator, like we actually did this week. It's, like it's this been, week? I think this is like the first one of the year, it feels like. Well, we've I been saving I don't them, think... haven't we? Um, yeah, it's true. Yeah, come on, guys. Look, I'm tapping my watch. Where is it? Um... <laughs> Yeah, we'll throw your name through a generator and you'll get an entire episode dedicated to you. Like, come on. Come on. You could be a farting cow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Um, Follow in our hoofsteps. (laughs) (laughs) In the meantime, um, you can get in with our herd, I guess. Terrible. um, Are we going to really refer to our listener base as the herd? I I was struggling. Um, I mean, well, they heard it here first. Oh, no. See, that's much better. Like you, you heard Jade. Follow us on Twitter as well at bbr underscore podcast, where not only will you see our comics recommendations with your own two eyes, you can see all the body horror of Frank and Fran, all of the delightful backgrounds of uh dead, 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 destroy, destruction dudes. I've forgotten the name. Would you like me to do, go for it or? No wait, I've got a poster of it right, right here that I picked up at TCAF. Dead Dead Demons Diddy Destruction. There you go. Well done. Thank you very much. TCAF, always a pleasure. And you'll see the delightful, uh, wonderful dresses in uh, Dressmaker and the Prince. But not only will you see those, our recommendations, but also, more importantly, the most important thing, Jade will be drawing cowslip Mr. Cheeks. <laughs> I will. And, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. And posting up on Friday. At so, least I don't have to draw a sexy cow. <laughs> I mean, you still could. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) The option's there. So yes, follow us on Twitter, see Jade's ridiculous drawing of a sexy cow centaur person and share it around because that's always a massive help if you can do that as well. And oh, oh, one last thing. We will be at MCM Comic Con this weekend, in fact. uh, The 25th to the 27th of May. Come hang out with myself and Jade where not only you can talk to us about the podcast and your favorite heroes and um, your favorite comics, but also Jade will be selling her comics mm-hmm. as well. Yes. And they are pretty nice, I they, must they say. They don't have as much farting in them as I'd like. should probably fix that. You should. Ne- next next comic you do, I want a farting cow Okay. right in the cover. Noted. Okay. So we'll be there. Come... Come check us out. Um, if you know anyone, send them their way. Or send them our way, sorry. If they like podcasts, especially. And yeah, come come along. Have a good old laugh with your bestest friends, Dean, Jade, and potentially Josh on Sunday, if he feels like it. No, actually, uh, yeah. I'll, if, if there's a ticket available, I will go on Sunday. Exclusive news right here, folks. <laughs> Josh <laughs> that's, Randall that's, from... That's the real MCM announcement everyone's been waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> In the voices mean- everywhere. He's confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> Just the whisperings. Did you, did you hear Josh is coming? Like the, I knew the two bad ones were going, but now Josh is going to be there. Oh my god. In the meantime, you've been bitten by a radioactive podcast. I'm Dean the Dunicorn McKnight. I'm Jade. We all know how satisfying farts are, Sarson. And I'm Josh Fartface Randy. <laughs> Good night, everybody.
Bit and by Radioactive Podcast is hosted by Dean McKnight, Jade Sarson, and me, Josh Randall. Uh, this episode was all edited up by me, and seeing that we do all the other stuff in the show now, all that's left for me to say is we'll see you next week for another episode.